Wilbon and I watched this game together, and I literally said, Wilbon, I'm not definitively stating it. I had to be educated, Jalen, by the Godfather. I had to be educated by other Hall of Famers who will remain nameless. But I literally said, we need to have the discussion as to whether or not this man is the greatest point guard who has ever lived. Because when you're talking about impact and the fact that he could affect so many things because of his shooting ability, I, I, I've never seen anything like it, it but, but I'm not surprised. Wilbon. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. And I ain't get a chance to talk my shit. I haven't got a chance to talk my shit. But I got my shit on. I got it all. I got my shit on. And that's all I'm going to say about that. Light the beam. Off the benches, back. Uh, Cause we off the bench. We off the bench. OTB back, we gon' do it again. Jerseys and Raptors still high off the win. I'm still shooting from places that I never been off the bench. Cause we off the bench. OTB back, we gon' do it again. Jerseys and Raptors still high off the win. I'm still shooting from places that I never been off the Full bench. Full press, no joke with Jaron. Locking niggas up like a motherfucking Karen. Lewis, they WJJ be ready. Backdoor pass, got like a machete. Swish. All in the wrist, I just went Sydney Dean right off the bench. Welcome to season two, the big three, JJ, Jaron, and Lou off the bench. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. What's going on? It's your dog, D Lou, Lou, whatever you want to call me. Off the bench, episode 43. Uh Man, I was I was supposed to do this episode maybe a week ago. Time got away from me. Then the playoffs got away from me. Uh so I've had various various um names for this particular episode, titles. Let's say titles. Various titles for this episode. Um, it was going to be called the Butler did it. It was going to be called him. Uh, but I'm going to say it's your dog Lou back episode 43 round two. That's what we're going to call it. Round two. Uh, what's going on y'all, man. Um, when I say it's been a hell of a playoffs, it has been a hell of a playoffs and what's going on right now is just we are watching prime time basketball ladies and gentlemen and you know I got last episode in 42 I was really talking about competitiveness and wanting to see everybody leave it all out there on the floor and just from a competitive standpoint, as a basketball fan, you want to see every team giving their best and going all out. But, man, all I can say is it's just it has been a pleasure to watch um, this playoffs, man. It has been exciting. We have had some upsets. Uh, we have had series go how we didn't think they would go we had injuries we've had drama we had hustle we've had heart we've had amazing performances all that shit man so every body in the playoffs every team in the playoffs the nba thank you because man it is pure entertainment right now pure entertainment uh I had to get that off my chest, man, because God damn, it has just been crazy. I have, I've probably, I've, I haven't missed a game, not one game. I've seen some of every game. Uh, the playoffs have thrown off my sleep because I'm usually uh, go to bed early, get up early, but because 
there's late games. I'm not sleeping until like 12, 12.30, trying to watch everything and then catch up, uh, watch inside the NBA after that more than likely or any post-game shows or anything like that. So, man, uh, but it's cool. I ain't waking up early to June. I ain't going to bed early to June or when these games start not being every day. But that's why we here. Basketball is what we live for on Off the Bench, man. And it has been a pleasure. Uh, we got a jam-packed episode for y'all. So 43 is up. And let's get the ball rolling. Right off the top, man, we have more award winners announced. Uh, the All-NBA team should be coming out very, very soon. So we will be on the lookout for that. But more awards announced, most improved, uh, Lori Marketing. I think I had picked Shea for this award, but I t- I said it was would be a toss-up between him and Lori. Uh, but, man, nothing but congratulations. Uh, an ex-Bull, as how it usually goes. The Bulls always let somebody go thinking they don't have a lot of promise or letting them go too early. Shit happens. I can name a bunch of players. Tyson Chandler. Went on a won a ring. Um, Lori Marketing. Ron Artest. Few other players that I can't even think of off the top of my head, but some shit always happened. So this is what it is. Uh Lori Marketing. Shout out to him. Uh Utah. And he just went ballistic this year, man. Ballistic this year. He was showing out. Uh led that team. And we can't say to the postseason, but uh, they were very close to not very close. I won't say very close. The Jazz were a hot team coming into the season. They were a hot team. And we were very much so expecting them to tank. And I'm talking about to be in the shitter, brother. Uh, But they for sure um, surprised us all. Uh, between Jordan Clarkson, Laurie Marketing, uh, and the rest of those guys coming out um, and hooping, it was just a delight to see. It was a delight to see, man. Uh, Laurie Marketing went from averaging 14.8 per game to uh, almost 26, 25.8 per game this year. So uh, most improved, definitely deserved, went from averaging about 5.7 rebounds uh, to 8.6 point Point rebounds. I uh, use a 45, 36, and 87 guy to 50, 39, and 88. Uh, so well deserved, man. One could argue, one could argue Shea or Jalen Brunson, but I always say when you go from I the only person I could argue maybe is Jalen Brunson. Um, because I say when you you have to be able most improve is always like taking that next step. So when a star goes to a superstar, it's like you expect a star to go to a superstar, you know, Um, i.e. John Morant Um, last year. This year, I would say Shea didn't get it because we already already saw saw Shea in that star light. He just proven us right at this point. You know, maybe even crossing the threshold to a superstar. Uh, Jalen Brunson is probably the only person that we were like, oh, man, you surprised us with how you hooped. Um, to like at a star level because of he was very secondary, much, very much so secondary on Dallas. But I think that he played exactly how we expected him to play. Don't know if we expected him to be the best player on the team. So that's why I say one can argue, but I don't think glory marketing is undeserving. Uh, moving on to rookie of the year, pa, pa, Paolo Banchero. Bonchiro, however you want to say it. Uh, Paolo, man, we already knew you had this sold up. Um, the only other person that probably could have came close was, uh, I think it was Jalen Williams, maybe, um, in uh, OKC. He started coming on at the end of the year. So he was the only person that was close. Uh, man, and then your MVP. When I had wrote these notes, it was potential that this person could win. And I put that in a potential MVP. But it is solidified, side sealed, delivered. Big fella Joel Embiid 
MVP. Congratulations, big fella. Well-deserved, man. Um, Joel has been chasing this shit for about two years. Two years, brothers and sisters. Joel has been chasing this. He's been on Jokic's ass, and uh, he stopped Jokic from three-peating. Uh, unfortunately, the big fella went down with a knee sprain, but, man, uh, he came back game two of the series, which we'll talk about as we get down um, deeper into the show. But 2023 MVP, man, 33.1 points per game, 10.2 rebounds, 4.2 assists. Joel and B, big fella, congrats. Congrats, big fella. Now we need you to get over that knee sprain so y'all can uh, upset Boston. But, man, I told y'all we had a lot going on, and I don't want to keep you long, so I'm going to try to fly through all of this shit as quick as I can. Uh, man, but we had a lot going on in the league since last episode. Probably some things that I should bring up in between. But I'm going to save some of those things episode 44 because it'll be right back in your ears just as quick as uh 43 is gonna be up the turnaround time between 43 and 44 will be very um slim very quick so a lot of these things that i probably could talk about i'm going to say for 44 because i just want to recap what we have missed out on since the last episode since uh i was lasting y'all ears so Episode, uh, episode, um, episode 42. Yeah, 42. We really talked first round. Um, this particular episode, we were going to dive in deep into the second round and what has happened up until this very point. This episode is being recorded on Friday afternoon. Uh, so before any of the games tonight, uh, which we tonight, let's see what we got. Popping tonight. I think tonight we have, uh, yeah, tonight we got Boston and Philly and the Nuggets and the Suns. Uh, that's what we got going on tonight. So this is Friday, May 5th, Cinco de Mayo. Cinco de Mayo! Uh, <laughs> Friday, May 5th, man. Uh, so we're going to talk everything, catch, do my best to catch you guys up to what's going on so far. So let us get into it. Let's talk about eliminating teams in the West so far. Uh, so right now, the Wolves are gone. Uh, they lost to the Nuggets 4-1. Wolves fell to the Nuggets. Uh, listen, man, at the end of the day, um, the Nuggets just had more in the tank, and the Wolves couldn't handle it. That's what it boils down to. Uh, from the jump, we were questionable about the Rudy Gobert trade. Um, and I think this is, and if the experiment was going to work, basically. Uh, and I think this series kind of showed that uh, probably shouldn't have did that shit. And I'll say this, and I'll say why. Because you had Cat used to playing the five, Okay. And because Cat did not want to play the five, he wanted to play the four, you went and got Rudy Gobert thinking that you would solve some of Cat's problems. Um, which ultimately, I think, really disjointed the team. Um, so now, because of this, I'm going to save that real quick. I'm going to save that. Uh, I'm going to shift back to the series. And I'm going to say, and started off slow in the series, uh, but he really picked it up towards the last few games. Um, they went down, I think they went down 3-0. They went down 3-0, and then Anthony Edwards came out and said, we're not getting swept. It's not happening. Uh, game three was really a duel between him and, no, was it game three or game four? It was game four. I think it was a duel between him and Anthony Edwards. I thought that the Nuggets was just going to wrap that thing up and sweep them boys, but and really came on and uh, delivered, brought it on home for them. Um, he did everything they could for them to not be eliminated, man. Uh, game four is when he took it to overtime. Uh, and average 31, five and five, man. And it's very clear. And I think it's very evident that Anna is the star and that the Wolves need to do everything they need to do. And is the star on the team and the Wolves need to do everything they, they need to do to build around Anthony Edwards. Um, and going back to what I was talking about, about cat is that 
Cap was playing the five, probably playing some of the best basketball of his career. Got him a $225 million extension. Um, and now he is the highest paid player on your team. Um, at playing the five, Cap was playing some of the best basketball that, like I said, he was playing. But he did not want to play the five ultimately. And we brought in Rudy Gobert. And so now we have the team looked disjointed all year, to be honest with you. And I think Anthony Edwards just, especially when Cat got injured, showed that he could be the man on the team. He could put the team on his back and get the team over the hump when it comes to winning. Winning, if you build around him, I think towards the end of the Nuggets series, he really showed that when he kind of shook off the ankle injury. And um, I think it was one more thing that was bothering him. But Ant really showed up, man. And Cat played good the last game, but he was in foul trouble constantly. And, uh, it was just looking rough, man. It was just looking rough. And it's making it very clear that the Wolves can't really do anything. You have to get rid of somebody. And Cat may be the person to get rid of. He may be the person to get rid of. Um, I don't know if y'all agree with that, but let me know what you think. Please feel free to let me know what you think. But I think Cat got to go. That's just me. Cat's got to go. I think you build around Anthony Edwards. Uh, Rudy Gobert tweeted out, uh, at the end of the season that he wanted to take it to the next, take his game to the next level. Um, I, I think you have to build around cat. Not saying Rudy Gobert is like the best number two dude. Cause I don't think so. Uh, but a solid center defensive center will help uh, anchor your defense. Um, you get a solid point guard, solid power forward or something. Not even we got a you got a solid power forward and cat, but you just got to put some more pieces around Anthony Edwards. You give up cat, you can get a bunch more pieces, man. Uh, I just think Anthony Edwards is the future, and the Timberwolves really got to think of what long term what they doing because they're not gonna win a championship uh, with the team that they currently have constructed. That's obvious. They can't even get out of the first round. Uh, so we'll see where the Wolves uh, take us. Also. That uh, that chair shit with Anthony Edwards, that's BS, man. We need to sweep that shit under the rug. Not not sweeping under the rug, but it's BS. So hopefully they lost to get thrown out. That's just stupid. But anyway, uh, moving on to the Clippers, man. Who actually another team that has a lot of questions to answer over the offseason. Uh, Clippers take a loss to the Suns, four one. Man, the Clippers fought the whole series. They was down by 20 the last game, just kept fighting. Uh, I will say this, though. I'm going to look in the camera and say everybody that was slandering Russell Westbrook, you need to apologize. Apologize to that guy uh, because Russ was the heart and soul of the Clippers when PG and Kawhi went down. The heart and soul. And he may not have been able to get them W's. Um, actually, he did. They got one. Uh, <laughs> no, they got one. Kawhi was there. But he may not have been able to get them W's, man. But he damn sure was the fighting spirit of the team. He was the fighting spirit of the team. Uh, Rush average, Russ averaged 24-7-7. Um, you couldn't ask for something more from someone months ago that everybody said was washed. He he deserved to be on the bench. And he can still come off the bench. I don't think, you know, that's I don't think that's out of the question. But Russ showed that he was what the Clippers needed. He really was. He was energy, uh, hustle, heart, uh, stepped it up on the defensive end. We saw him make impressive plays on book, on KD. Uh, more than he had a few blocks within the series that he blocked KD shot like from behind played impressive defense on book um, who was has been a monster and you we, you got to apologize to Russell Westbrook man you got to you, you got to we always said no Russell West slander on this pod so will never happen Russ is a Hall of Fame uh, player he is a former MVP, and Russ plays. Russ plays how Russ has always played throughout his whole career. And the most important thing that you can do is make Russ fit. That's it. 
if it's a good fit, Russ is going to perform. Uh, it was a quote that he had, and he said that, you know, it's a few plays where he messed up, turned over the ball, and had this been months ago, he would be benched for it. But Ty Lue just like, keep it going. You know, positive motivation to keep keep going for it. Um, and sometimes that's all it takes, man. That's all it takes. So I want to – y'all y'all better apologize to Russ, man. Russ should, st- Russ should be on the team. I don't know what team. And maybe we'll dive in deeper into that, into the offseason. You know, I don't know what team. But Russ belo- deserves to be on the team. He should not be getting the Carmelo, the white boogie treatment. He shouldn't get that type of treatment. He deserves to be on the team. That's all I'm going to say about that. Uh, on the Kawhi PG front, man, the Clippers said they committed going forward. No matter what these injuries, uh, they committed to PG and Kawhi going forward. And uh, I don't care. I'm, I'm going to keep it a buck with y'all, man. I don't care what kind of flack we give PG and Kawhi when it comes to being injured and not playing or whatever. But it's no question. When both of these two are on the court, they two are the best in the league. Um and stop it with the fake injury talk. Like, I know a lot of people were alluding to, you know, uh, Kawhi played, then he played game two, but they say he got hurt in game one. Chill out. Like, the man wants to play. I think all of these guys want to play through injury. There's a bunch of different things that go into it. Um, so I think we need to slow down when we're judging things like that and saying things like that because I think that's very unfair to the players, if you would be honest. Um, and the second thing is, man, let me tell y'all something. Balmer ain't dumb. They about to get a new arena next year. He be fucking stupid, stupid to let PG and Kawhi go. There's two top players in the league when they on the court. You be stupid. You need superstars in the building to bring in money for this new arena. They got like 200 and some toilets. They need both them niggas. That's <laughs> just real talk. Uh, so, yeah, just moving on, man. You know, you can't expect ownership wouldn't make a – I would consider it a dumb decision to get rid of one of them at this point when their trade value is probably low because of injuries and so on and so forth, and then going into a new arena. I think that would be a dumb decision. That's just me personally thinking from a bigger picture aspect. And especially since I'm not a Clipper fan uh, like that. Uh, speaking of dumb decisions, <laughs> Memphis, the Grizzlies. Oh, how sweet it is. They fell uh, two to four. Lakers won that series four two. man. Uh, I said time and time again, time and time again, the Grizzlies just need to shut up, man, and play ball. Uh, they're a good young team. We can't front on that. They're competitive. Uh, but all that talking, just put a target on your back, man. And teams are very much so looking to shut you up when they play you. Um, we talk about the poking the bear comment and all that shit. Like, okay, cool, you know. But I think it was one thing that was said on air that really stood out to me. The... The Lakers, they said the rest of the Lakers were saying, well, if he think about LeBron like that, you know, then what who do he think about us? He probably think we weak. And that's why Rui Hachimura came out and torched all ass the whole series. The others were involved heavily in the series. Um, man, yo, Grizzlies, Grizzlies fans, shut up. <laughs> John Moran says something in uh, his, I don't know, in the post-game interview. He said, man, it was all on him. He got to have, he got to be a leader. He got to step it up, um, which he's right. And everybody's going to be looking to him and to be the leader of that team um, because that's what we expect. We expect future MVP aspirations out of John Moran. And, um, yeah, that's that's what we that's what we expected from him. So, hopefully, he'll be able to step it up, man, and deliver um, in the future. It's very um very apparent that they need some changes. Uh, we saw we saw a tweet from Shams that the Grizzlies had informed Dylan Brooks that he will not be back with the team under any circumstances. 
he they are letting him walk as a free agent. We don't know how true this is, man. The any circumstances to me is crazy. So <laughs> the wording of that could be a little, uh, you know, disjointed, miscombobulated, all of that stuff, uh, misinterpreted. Um, people use have whatever words they want. So uh, I think I saw JJ Reddick was very upset at the wording that was used because he said he guarantees nobody from the Memphis Grizzlies organization said that, uh, which may be true. Uh, Dylan Brooks's agent called Shams a weirdo and like a fraud or something like that for like making shit up, like putting in injecting words that weren't said. Um, but it's very clear that the Grizzlies are moving on from Dylan Brooks. Uh, and y'all need to quit it with the bullshit. Talking about you gonna be playing for the Shanghai Sharks next year. That's not gonna be the case. He's not gonna be down in Puerto Rico hooping with Boogie. Um, there are teams that would be interested in his services. I could see him on a team like the Mavs for sure. They need some defensive presence. They lost um, their best perimeter player in um, DFS in that trade to with the Nets. Um, so I could see him. On Dallas, I think that'll be a great pickup for them. For Luka in general, like you got somebody that's going to be able to guard the best player on the next team. Um, Miami, I think I saw a rumor about that. I saw that and I was like, oh man, that may be a good fit. Uh, Miami could be a good fit for him as well. Um, Trying to think. I think both of those teams will be good. I think Dylan Brooks needs to probably be somewhere with some vets. That might help. Uh, I think one of the boys, I think J.J. or Jaren said, maybe it was J.J., said uh, Dylan Brooks screams Toronto to him. So that could be something cool. Um, I think the Grizzlies should try to make a play on O.G. Ananobi. Uh, We know that they were going after him during the trade deadline. Uh, Wasn't able to get it done, um, but I'm sure he'll be available this offseason. Um, but, and it looks like, uh, I think I saw reports that Stephen Adams will be gone too, um, to make room for Brandon Clark to start. So, um, my biggest question is, is something that T-Mac called two, three years ago, man. He said that the Grizzlies need some vets because he saw some things that just weren't going to end up right. And Lord behold, he was right. So will the Grizzlies get some vets for leadership? Um, the Lakers heard all that talk, man, and uh, they were coming for blood. And game six, they put a hurting on the boys. So um, we'll see what the Grizzlies' future looks like, man. Um, got one more team we're going to talk about in the West before the break, but that's the Sacramento Kings, man. First and foremost, huge shout-out to the Kings, man. It was a hell of a season for them. After 17 years of not making the playoffs uh, and coming into them with a young team, and they took the champs all the way to game seven, man, that's that's impressive. I can't say enough about how impressed I was with them. Uh, I had said I was riding with Golden State, and I'm riding with Golden State throughout the whole playoffs. I'm, tell, I'm telling you right here, right now, um, I got Golden State winning the championship. That's just what I'm saying because I'm – Riding until the wheels fall off. I'm not going to be on here talking anything else about any other team until we get knocked out. So we the champs, and it's got to come through us. So whoever beat us, you gonna earn it. you win the championship, you earn it. Um, so I'm just saying that on record. That's my prediction. That's my whoever. I don't give a fuck who we face, whatever. Like, that's what I think. Um, and that's just me being biased. It just is what it is. I'm not going to cry if we lose. Um, am I expecting us to go all the way? Can we get eliminated? Hell yeah. This whole, the whole playoffs is up for grabs, man. It really is. Any fucking team could win. I ain't going to lie to you. On any given night. I don't think there's anybody. The Probably the one team that I thought was superior or on a certain level that probably could run it is gone. They're gone. They're gone. And we'll talk about the other side of the break, but they're gone. So at this point, right now, how I feel, anybody could get this bitch. Anybody. The fucking New York Knicks could be in the NBA Finals. It is possible. It's possible. I'm telling you it's not impossible. So 
That's just that. Uh, but the Sacramento Kings, man, took us to the limit, took us all the way to game seven. And it took Steph Curry to bring it on home, man. He dropped a 50 ball in a game seven. Uh, I think Steph proved that he is that guy. Steph has proved that he is that guy and he is the man. Um, got to give Steph Curry some respect, man. We got to. We got to. I think we overlooked Steph because he's a little dude. All that KD bullshit. Listen. You go back. Every team that's won a championship. Okay? And I don't want to hear about no super team shit. Because the Warriors drafted Draymond, Clay, and Steph. That was a homegrown, built team. Okay? So quit it with the shit. They got a super team. They got Steph, Clay, and Draymond. They drafted all them niggas. They didn't go get them niggas in free agency or nothing. They drafted them all. So let's quit with the bullshit. Okay? But. There's been no team in NBA history that has not had at least two superstars on the team and won the championship. Some did it with three. Let's talk about it. Steph, KD, two superstars. You could argue if Clay was a star, Draymond's a star, whatever. Okay, y'all give championships don't count because KD went over there. Okay, cool. Bet. LeBron, Kyrie, you got Kevin Love winning championships. Okay, LeBron, Kyrie, LeBron, Wade, Bosch, Ray Allen. You could argue that. Okay, Timmy, Manu, Tony. You could argue that. Timmy, David Robinson. You could argue that. Hakeem, Clyde. You could argue that. Mike, Scotty, Dennis. You can argue that. Mike and Scotty. You can argue that. Uh, Kareem, Magic. You can argue that. Larry Bird, Kevin McHale. You can argue that. Isaiah Thomas, Joe Dumas. You can argue that. Let's be for real. Let's be serious. Even the ones that was contending. Carl Malone, John Stockton. Clyde Drexler, Terry Porter, Cliff Robinson, Charles Barkley, Kevin Johnson, Dan Marley. The only team that I, Shaq, Kobe, only team that I'll probably be like, eh, is the Pistons. Ben Wallace was a star, cool. He went on shit, though. Like, he was, he impacted the game. But like, not like that. Chauncey, Rip, Tayshawn, just all good players. Chauncey probably became the star. Maybe Rip to some degree. Just had a lot of good players, not two superstars. Kawhi, yeah, Kyle Lowry. Shit, even Kawhi when he was on the Spurs. Timmy, Kawhi, Tony, man. You know what I'm saying? Respect it, man. Anyway, the Kings, number three seed, surprised us all. Um, I said they would be a play-in team. Surprised the hell out of me. Um, I think just game seven just came down to championship experience, man. So I think just came down to championship experience. We were just able to gut it out and – you got one of the best players in the world on the squad. Just what it is. We've been here before. The Kings, I don't know if they'll get there. Championship contention. But they're going to be something to, to, to watch out for in the West. Because it's very apparent they have the talent. For sure. Uh, with that being said, man. Let's go to break. We'll be back. We'll be back. Go to break. All right, all right, all right, all right. We back, we back, we back, we back, we back. We on the other side of the break. Um, trying to think if I want to. I want to start the other side of the break. 
Um, nah, let's just let's just roll right into it, man. Roll right into it. Uh, so teams eliminated in the East. We had the Cavs lose the series to the Knicks. Uh, Knicks won the series four one. <laughs> Listen, I said the Knicks would take this series, and I had the Knicks winning in seven. If you would have said New York would take this series, there was no way I would have thought they just would let the Cavs win one game. No way. Obviously not, because I said New York in seven. The Cavs only winning one game blows my mind. Uh, It was just an impressive defensive performance by the Knicks. The Knicks held the Cavs to under 100 points four out of the five games. Um, As impressive as the Cavs uh, are, the real story for me are the big men. They're just the big men. Jared Allen and Evan Mobley. Uh, Jared Allen admitted that the, the lights, he knew the lights would be bright, but he did not know that they would be that bright. And it showed, brother, because you sucked ass the whole series. Um, this team goes nowhere if the big man can't give them something consistently. And, and to think that they let Kevin Love go and had no firepower coming off the bench, they bought out Kevin Love, and look what he's doing in Miami, starting. Um, Jared Allen and Evan Mobley, man, gave them nothing. If Mitchell and Garland can't get it going, uh, there are lit- there's literally no one to turn to. Honestly, there's no one to turn to. Karis LeVert got out there and just thought that he was going to start, and it was just his team, and he was just taking all the shots at within the last two games. But if Mobley, Mobley and Allen can be productive, man, you got to think about getting rid of one of them. Allen's going to be the person to go. It's going to be Jared Allen. They're going to try to – they're probably going to have to offer him up as trade bait, man, because – I don't. I think Mobley is so early into his career that he has an upside for development. Uh, Jared Allen's already been in the league a few years, and I'm not saying that you're what you see is what you get, like how he played in the playoffs. But you have to dangle him out there to get enough pieces back. I don't know if you'll get as much for Evan Mobley as you would for Jared Allen. Um, so I would have to think about. You got to think about moving him. You have to. You just got to. It just is what it is. They need help. And and this is very similar to if you're gonna build around Donovan Mitchell and Darius Garland, man, you gotta give up something to get more pieces. We've talked about this this whole season on this show. Pieces. It's gonna take pieces. Look what the Lakers did. They were able to get pieces back for Russell Westbrook and Patrick Beverly and make some trades, and get some pieces. And now they have, as Brian Windhorst would say, a top six roster. They're still in the playoffs. Made it in the play-in, made it out the play-in, are in the playoffs, and are giving the Warriors a run for their money. You have to have pieces. You cannot build a team with around. You can't build a team with just a few, four people. The Suns are seeing that right now, too. We'll talk about both of those teams in a minute. But you you can't do it. They got to give up somebody. It's going to have to be Jared Allen. I guarantee you. Um, speaking of changes, man, uh, the Bucks are going to have to make some changes. Um, I'll say this. Let me put this on the bottom of the screen. Dame threw out a tweet. Uh, I want to say it was earlier today, maybe. And I don't know. Give me a second. I will pull up the tweet. So I can read it verbatim. I won't misquote the man or misinterpret it. Uh, but I will definitely uh, pull up the tweet. Dame said, folks out here firing coaches as soon as they don't win the chip. Brother. Let's keep it a buck. No pun intended. Real shit. No pun intended. Let's let's keep it a buck. <laughs> uh, Mike Budenholzer would have been fired 
two years ago when the Bucks won the championship. Had they not won that championship, had they lost to the Nets, they would have not won that championship. Okay? Let's keep it a buck. Let's keep it a buck. Mike Budenholzer is notorious for not making adjustments. Showed he did not double Jimmy Butler <laughs> at all. At all. He didn't double Jimmy at all. Jimmy went crazy on the ass. Drew Holiday, one of the best defenders in the league. Yes, 100%. Could not contain Jimmy Butler. Jimmy looked at his ass and said, I own you. He, they were down six. This was game four, I think. They were down six. Jimmy told his ass, I own you. I'm on your 50 on your head. That's what he told him. Bulls did not make an adjustment to put Giannis on Jimmy. Try Giannis on Jimmy. Giannis even said, I would have liked the chance to guard him more. Like, didn't put Giannis on. Didn't make no adjustments. Questionable. questionable multiple questionable times where they had timeouts that he did not call timeout. When um Miami went on that run, he didn't in game four. He did not call timeout. He did not call timeout. I think it was game five, maybe. They went into OT, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, game five, they went into OT. They had a timeout after Jimmy hit his shot, after he did the little alley-oop shit. And it was an end of regulation. It was like five seconds left. They didn't call a timeout to try to advance the ball, to try to get a, the, a one last shot. Nothing. Questionable. Questionable decision-making by Bud. We've always said this on this show. Bud is, that makes no adjustments. Dame, let's keep it a buck. Somebody had to go. They're not trading Giannis. Chris Middleton showed up. He has a player option. Who knows what's going to happen? It's more than likely that he will opt out to restructure a new deal to try to get more years. But somebody had to go. And it was going to have to be Bud. That championship two years ago saved his ass because he would have got fired had they lost. He was going to get fired. It gave him some time. It gave him some time. Let's be honest. It gave him some time. Man, uh, Drew said he probably will be retiring in two years after his deal is up. They, they, they're gonna. It's a lot of questions around the Bucks, man. A lot of questions around the Bucks. Giannis is up for extension in uh, September. Um, Drew can extend in February if he wants to, but the talks of retirement are there. Brooke Lopez will be a free agent. Um, Chris Middleton, like I said, is going to have that opt-out player option in his contract coming into the season. Wesley Matthews, free agent. Uh, Joe Ingles, free agent. Uh, they got to get rid of Grayson Allen. Very evident. Uh, <laughs> uh, so the Bucs got a lot of questions. Giannis is probably not re-signing that extension in September unless they make some changes to the team. Getting rid of Bud was the first one. Sorry, Bud. Time to go. We know how it is. Call the nurse. Nick Nurse, that is. That's what I say. Call the nurse. Call Nick Nurse. Going to have to. Um, Atlanta fell to Boston. Boston won the series 4-2. Atlanta tried to make their best. Uh, they tried their best to make a comeback at the end of the series, man. Um, in true Boston fashion, they gave up games and definitely let them back into the series uh, and gave them some hope. Uh, D. Murray was suspended one game for bumping the ref, and I think that was game five that he was suspended for. Trey Young went off in that game. Uh, but ultimately, it just wasn't enough. Boston just had too much. Boston get a little lackadaisical sometimes, for lack of better words, and they focus can be off, but then they snap back in. And I don't know if they can afford to do that, man. We've seen that. I'll talk about the Philly series in a minute. But um, I don't think they can afford to do that. But that's neither here nor there. Um, I don't know what Atlanta does moving forward. I don't know if they bring in a third star. I mean, John Collins has been on the trading block forever, so maybe they can get something for him. 
Maybe they can move some of these pieces that they got and bring in another third start. Don't know if they need to do that. Um, Atlanta 100% underperformed this year. Let's just be honest. You had teams like, well, the Nets, I guess. They were going to be there. But you had a, they shouldn't be in. uh, Atlanta probably had a a top six roster, maybe, potential. You got Trey Young on the team, D. Murray. I think you got two of the biggest, best players in the league. Top 20, maybe. Two of the top 20 players in the league. 25 at least. I don't know if making the play in is is where you want to be, especially for how much money they're spending on that roster. Um, Are you going to keep Trey Young? Is his leadership in question still? Uh, I know Quinn Slinder came over. It was reports that they like each other, that they love each other. So uh, I don't know. We'll see. I don't know. But it's just pretty evident that they need to make some changes in Atlanta uh, so they can take the next step forward instead of taking steps back. Uh, and we already knew the Nets got eliminated early. They got swept. So we wanted to talk about them again. So going into second round matchup predictions. We'll talk about each series. And we'll go through predictions. So let's get it cracking. Uh, first series we got up, we got Denver against the Suns. Now, every series is two games in, which is good. Thank God. Uh, so I've gotten to see what's what because, because Chris Paul went down. Listen, I had the Suns. I had the Suns winning this series. I had the Suns four, and it was like two or three. So it was going to game six or game seven, okay? After game one, it's very apparent that the Suns are lacking, and the much deeper team is Denver. I think we knew that going into the series, but it was very evident that D-Book and Kevin Durant going damn near have to play 45 minutes each for the Suns to even come close Sniffing a W at times. Game two, they played a lot better, but it it just showed, especially when CP3 went out, that the the better team, the more built team, is the Denver Nuggets. They have more depth. They have more pieces, which is probably the running theme of this season is pieces. Um, When a team makes a trade, in the middle of the season like that, and you gut your roster for a player like Kevin Durant, which, again, I would make the trade. They did the right thing. I'm not saying they did the wrong thing. I would trade for KD, too. But you gut your roster. You have no bench. The people you have left on the bench are questionable. Um, It's just very clear and evident to me that the Suns just don't have enough. And Book and KD cannot play the whole, every game, all game. It's just not going to happen, man. DeAndre Aiden is not a force enough for this team to get over the hump. I don't think he's aggressive enough. I don't think his defense is to that level enough to hold Jokic. I don't think he has enough physicality to hold Jokic. Like, I just don't think so. Um, So, I am still going to give the Suns two games. Uh, they're going back home tonight, so I think this will start tonight, and they'll get two off. And I'm only giving them two because they got KD and D book. Uh, but I think the Nuggets are going to advance, uh, whether it's four two or four three. I'm a four two Nuggets. Four two Nuggets. I'm going with the Nuggets. Just make a long story short. Uh, <laughs> next up is we got the Knicks and we got the Heat. Uh, Man. Listen. <laughs> Y'all are gonna hang me for this. Am I sure about this? Am I sure? 
Yeah, I'm sure. I got the Knicks. Woo! I'm taking the Knicks. I'm taking the Knicks. I'm taking the Knicks in seven. Knicks in seven. I know y'all going to be looking at me crazy and saying, D, what the hell? Are you tripping? Jimmy Butler just showed you. He just showed you what he had. I love Jimmy. He is a dog, a dog. And to think we did not name Jimmy Butler All-Star this year is disrespectful. Because he should be respected more. We should appreciate Jimmy Butler more. I'm going to say that. We should appreciate Jimmy Butler more. He has shown that he should be appreciated, man. You look at his career, Bulls, Timberwolves, Philly, Heat. Like, look at his resume. Look at it. Just go back and look at it. He's been a dog everywhere. Everywhere he's been a dog. And he's just gotten better. From the historic shit with taking the G League dudes and beating everybody in uh, uh, the Wolves practice to going to uh, Philly, putting them on his back, going at Ben Simmons, questioning his ass. Uh, you pay Tobias Harris over me? Over me? Bruh. And to get to Miami and do what he ended up being the number one option, the man on the team for years. Dragged them to the West East to the finals in the bubble. Like, did this shit this year against Giannis? Respect, put some respect on Jimmy Butler's name. But after all of that, <laughs> I just think the Knicks got more. That's what I think. I think the Knicks got more, and I think they just have more consistency out of the players that they have. I just think Brunson's playmaking ability for the rest of his squad to get them involved, having a solid number two in Julius Randle that's going to give you the numbers that he needs to give you consistency. I just, consistently, I don't think that Jimmy has... I don't think Bam, Bam, I don't think Bam Adebayo is consistent enough to help Jimmy Butler get there. And with no Tyler Hero... No Victor Oladipo, some more scoring punch. I just don't think that the consistency out of Bam Adebayo or anybody else on the team is going to be enough to beat the Knicks in this series. That's my opinion. Could I be wrong? Hell yeah, I could be wrong. I've been wrong a thousand times over before. Shit. I thought the Bucks were going to pounce on Miami and slaughter them and Clearly, 95% of us were wrong. I think everybody thought the Bucks was going to win except for motherfuckers that live in Miami. So clearly, I was wrong. But I am going to say that the Knicks, I'm going with the Knicks. Because I don't think I want to see this Knicks train stop. This Knicks train, I don't want to see it stop. I don't want to see it stop. Bing bong, niggas. Bing bong. That's it. Bing bong. Bing bong. Uh, on to the next one, man. Boston and Philly. Let me tell you this. Boston? Y'all better get it together. Okay? Because either somebody going to upset y'all and y'all not going to make it to the finals. Because, of course, that's everybody's prediction. Boston didn't make it out of the East. Y'all going to fuck around and find out real quick if y'all don't get it together. One of these teams, whether it be Philly, if they don't upset you, the Heat or the Knicks, the Knicks, <laughs> the Knicks could go to the NBA Finals. That's crazy. Um, one of them teams going to upset y'all because every time, y'all have the, every time, every time, y'all fuck it up for yourself. Philly came out, punched y'all in the mouth. Y'all let James drop 45 the first game. Turn around, y'all blow him out the second game. Cool. I'm calling out Jason Tatum right now. Brother. Granted, you did not play the fourth quarter, maybe almost half of the third, because y'all was blowing him out in the second game so bad. 
But brother, yo, JT, what the fuck? Bro, you got my friends in my phone texting me and saying, Jason Tatum a hoe. <laughs> yo, JT, get it together, dog. We're looking at you as a future MVP of the league. You can't score seven points, my nigga. I know it's team ball. I know Jalen be out there getting buckets too. But yo, brother, brother, it's your legacy, man. That shit you did last year in the finals, that shit carry over to this year and y'all will win a championship? Going to be some questions, dog, and people are going to want answers. So let's get it the fuck together. Uh, Boston, Philly. <sighs> Man. Ah, my heart. My, no, my mind. My mind says, no, my heart. My heart. My heart. This is heart versus common sense right now. My heart says Philly in seven because I want Big Fella to go to the Eastern Conference Finals. I want Big Fella to win the MVP, and I know he got a LCL strain, sprain, and that's going to come into play probably. But he looked good in game two. But I want Big Fella to win the MVP, and I want him to go to the East. I want him to advance. I would love to see Big Fella in the finals. I would love it. I would love to see Big Fella in the finals. I, low-key, would love to see James Harden in the finals. I'm not going to front. not going to front. I like to see James in the finals. So my heart, my heart is saying Philly in seven. Four, three, Philly. That's what I'm saying. But my common sense is telling me <laughs> Boston is six. So I'm going to say Boston. 4-2 <laughs> Boston. That's my prediction. That's what I'm rolling with. Um, main event. Lakers versus Warriors. Uh, yo, we lost game one. Lakers had a solid plan. We got 30 and... That nigga AD have 30 and 13 or something like that with like 96 blocks. Uh, he was going crazy. Then last night, Thursday night, we blew them boys out. Steph had a 30 point game. Uh, no, no, Clay had a 30 point game. Steph had 20 and like 13, 12, 20 and 12 assists. Uh, Draymond almost had a triple double. Um, It's going to be a lot of adjustments and a lot of figuring out in this series, man. A lot of adjustments. A lot of them. Uh, which leads me uh, another point that I'm going to make for my last remarks before we get up out of here. But Golden State, Lakers, I already told y'all at the top of the show what what I'm on. So y'all already know what's up. Uh, but I'm going to go... You know what, man? This might go seven games. And low-key, I want to go seven games. I want to sweat a little bit. Because it's LeBron. And, you know, we just love we love going at it with LeBron. So, I'm going to say 4-3-7. 4-3, uh, four, seven games. 4-3 uh, Warriors. So, I'm going for... Uh, I'm going to say at the end of the day, I don't know if the young boys, I don't know if that pressure, that pressure that them young boys on the Lakers going to feel as we get deeper into this thing, I don't know if they're going to be able to deal with that pressure. And it's going to be a lot of mental mistakes made at some point. And we've already shown we got our shit together in that aspect. I need Jordan Poole 
to get out his feelings, though. Straight up. Jordan Poole got to get out his feelings. Uh, because that's... That's stupid. Jordan Poole got to get out his feelings. Uh, you can see it in his body language. That shit be terrible. Uh, I don't like it. Uh, so he got to get out his feelings. All the young fellas in their feelings about uh, playing time and all that shit. Like, get out y'all feelings. It's the playoffs. Um, and the playoffs is... The playoffs is about... Fucking sacrificing and playing team ball. That's that's what it is. So get out y'all feelings. And I'm going to say this, man. I'm going to say this uh, about the Warriors. For me, because we're going to have to make some decisions in the offseason, for sure. We're going to have to make some decisions in the offseason. For me, it's only... Two, three players, because I think Patrick, I think Patrick Baldwin. Give my man on the roster. Young boy. Shoot that thing. Say we hold on to him for sure. Moody and Kaminga, the only two motherfuckers, young boys, that I'm like, we can hold on to them. Wiseman gone. We let go of Jordan Poole, man. I'm cool with that. I'm cool with that. Too many mental mistakes. Too much bullshit. Too much flash in the pan shit. Like. Y'all seen the shit, man. Almost a lot of my friends, including myself, we all said we see why Draymond punched that motherfucker in the face. We see why he got hit in the mouth. I want I want to hit him through the mouth, through the screen with some of the dumb shit he be doing, man. So, yeah, I'm just gonna say that. We we can let go of Jordan Poole. I would be okay with that if it didn't if it if it happened. So just is what it is, man. Uh shout out to Loon too, man. Shout out to Loon. Uh y'all listen to this clip from KG, man. Listen to this shit. But he only got Looney ball. Looney, Looney, and Looney heart. Looney, Looney gonna fall eight times, grab the rebound, guard AD. Guard fucking Djokovic, guard fucking uh, MB. And he playing Get 82. Both. He don't give a fuck. And he playing he gonna be he out there. Booty about 25 years old, look like he's 72 years old <laughs> yeah. out there, motherfucker. And he playing 82. Like, come on, man. Loon is a dog. Loon getting you 20 rebounds. You know what I'm saying? He getting you there. He getting you what he needs. Loon, he gonna give you all heart. So shout out to Loon, man. I had to make that known. Definitely had to make that known. Love Loon. Glad we he's still on the squad for sure. Um, but yeah, that's my predictions. Um, last but not least, man, I do want to say this, yo. For all y'all basketball fans, man, I say this every single year. This every playoff game is a series. It's a series. It's the best of four. It is not one game. One game does not define the whole series. And a lot of the times, sometimes it does. You know, you know, superior teams, you know what I'm saying? But look at Miami, number AC, knocking out the number one seed. The best team in the league knocked them out. You know what I'm saying? One game does not define. And we've seen Miami get blew out by the Bucks with no Giannis. And everybody was like, oh, okay, they got their shit together. After Giannis went down in game one and they lost. They got their shit together. They about to run through Miami. Yo, it's a series. It's a series. It's a best of four series. One game does not define the series. So stop fucking overreacting when these teams are beating these other teams in the first game and shit. Sack went up. 2-0 on us. Y'all was ready to light the beam on our little ass. And what happened? We in the second round, sack at home. Stop overreacting, man. Stop overreacting. We got to stop overreacting. It's a seven-game series. Sit back and enjoy that shit. Adjustments will be made unless you bud. <laughs> Adjustments will be made. There's st strategy behind this shit. Uh. Next man up mentality. Somebody could not have it going one game and have it going the next game and then have it not going again. 
Jordan Poole is another example, dog. He just dropped 21 in game one, hit six threes, and the nigga played like ass last night. He played 15 minutes and played, I want to say, 25-30 the last game. AD. Every other game, he have a dope-ass game. So game three, he probably have another killer game. Every other game. LeBron, he said, I got to come out and be better. One of those Memphis games because he stunk it up. It's a series. All right? Stop overreacting. Stop overreacting off of one game. Okay? We was ready to overreact. James Harden dropped 45 game one. Nigga came back the next game. Granted, Joel is there, so it's a different, you know, different way you approach things with big fella in there. But, man, everybody was like, oh, Harden back. No, nigga. Chill out. Chill out. Chill out. Chill out. Chill out. All right? So, just chill out. All right? That's all I'm saying. One game. One game. That's it. It's just one game. Uh, Man, episode 44, right around the corner. I told y'all this May 5th. We recording today. Uh, This episode going to drop tomorrow. So, May 6th. Shit, it may drop. No, it ain't dropping tonight. May 6th, Saturday, May 6th, this episode will drop. We're going to be recording uh, more than likely. Episode 44 will be recorded on Monday. Uh, And I am praying, I am praying that the boys will be back. It's it's looking like that. So barring any crazy circumstances or anything, episode 44, uh, episode 44, the band is back together will be to you next week. Okay? My prayers. Uh, Nonetheless, regardless, the train will keep going. The playoffs will keep going. Let us know what your predictions are for the second round, man. Holler at us. Make sure you like, subscribe, rate, Apple, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, whatever. You could find us on Redbox if I could fucking make it happen. Uh, even though that's not a thing no more. But <laughs> until next time, man, your boy is out of here. Y'all be safe. Peace, love, soul. Because uh, we off the bench. We off the bench, OTB back, we gon' do it again Jerseys and Raptors still high off the win I'm still shooting from places that I never been off the bench Cause we off the bench, OTB back, we gon' do it again Jerseys and Raptors still high off the win I'm still shooting from places that I never been off the win Thank you for listening to Off the Bench Podcast with your hosts JJ, Jaren, and D. Lou Make sure you check us out on Apple and Spotify and wherever you listen to your podcast. Don't forget to rate, like, and subscribe to your boys and stay up to date with us on Instagram at OffTheBench24. We appreciate y'all. Until we check in next time, this has been Off The Bench. We out.